Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Coach John Cantera. Thanks for downloading and listening to the John Cantera Show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and favorite us on the Odyssey app. You can always listen live weekdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The offensive line better be a lot better. Welcome back to the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Settle in. We're just getting started. It's the 2023 NFL Draft coverage here on San Diego's number one sports talk station. 97.3 The Fan, Chris Ello here, along with Braden Surprendent, the coach, John Quintera, breaking it all down with charts and graphs. And so far, uh, three quarterbacks have been selected and uh, five players from the, or four players, rather, from the SEC among the first six picks. Number one pick, when as expected, Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback going to the Carolina Panthers. Things got a little Interesting with the number two pick, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback, going to the Houston Texans. At the three spot, things took a turn as the Texans traded with the Arizona Cardinals to move into the number three spot, and Houston selected Will Anderson, the edge rusher from Alabama. So the Texans getting uh, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson in the draft tonight, a big Big, big night for the Houston Texans. The number four pick uh, went to the Indianapolis Colts, and they went with a quarterback, Anthony Richardson, out of Florida. Devin Witherspoon, a cornerback, went to uh, the Seattle Seahawks with the number five pick. And then the Cardinals, after trading out of the three spot, traded back up into the number six spot and selected offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. I'm kind of glad that he has a junior on the end of his name because, Coach, when I think of Paris Johnson, I think of the great uh, women's basketball player we had uh, here from San Diego High School. That's right. And San Diego State, my good friend, now the uh, the basketball coach at uh, Bishops High. But uh, Paris Johnson Jr. goes to the Cardinals, and now it is up to the Raiders. Raiders have always had the bad boy image. Maybe they take the bad boy here, Jalen Carter. Braden, you don't think so? I think they get Christian Gonzalez. He's still available. They really need a playmaker in their secondary. They were last in picks last year, and they they need something out there. And so far, everybody's picked kind of Christian Gonzalez to be the guy for the Raiders. So I I think they stick with 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 the cornerback pick. I think they go after the Oregon cornerback. All right, we'll see what uh, happens here with the number seven pick as we kick off our second hour of draft coverage. With the seventh pick in the twenty twenty three NFL Draft. The Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson, defensive end, Texas Tech. 
Tyree Wilson, edge rusher, Texas Tech. Tight ends on both sides and the handoff to Reese. He's hit in the backfield by Tyree Wilson and slammed down to the ground. Wilson's ceiling is high. He has room to grow and he got better every year in college, culminating with eight sacks and 50 pressures for the Red Raiders last fall. He lacks ideal explosion, but has the length and quickness to mess up run plays from the backside. Wilson could play with more of an edge. There you go. Uh, guns up, Coach. Tyree Wilson, your old friend, your old stomping grounds, Texas Tech, goes to the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, he plays on the defensive line, which is uh, defensive end, different than the defensive tackle spot of Jalen Carter, but we'll see how far Jalen Carter falls, but it's clear the NFL teams are making their 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 feelings heard by uh, not selecting Jalen Carter yet. Had he not gotten into all this problem, he would have been long gone by now, but the Raiders uh, choose not to go with the bad boy this time, Coach. Well, the thing about Tyree Wilson, and I, I liked uh, in that little soundbite uh, talking about him, he's gotten better every year. And unfortunately, last year, Chris, you know, he was having a, just a hell of a year. He had 60 tackles, 10 tackles for loss. He had six sacks. But unfortunately, uh, he broke a foot uh, against Kansas. And, you know, he kind of fell off the radar there for a while. But he, he's come back. People have looked at his tape. They've, they've talked to him, interviewed him, and all that good stuff. And, you know, I think uh, you know he got good enough size. I mean, he's about 270. Seventy pounds. He's six five, two seventy, and you know, the, I don't know how many guys with great explosion at six five, two seventy, but I certainly think he can be a contributor. I don't think he's be be a dominating football player, but I certainly think he can have a nice career in the National Football League. Braden, your thoughts on uh, the Texas Tech Red Raider going to? The regular Raiders. Yeah, he just drops red from his yes, uh, deal. He's, right. now just a, he's just a Raider now. <laughs> yes. um, he was he was up there with a lot of different, um, you know, mocks, if you will, and kind of in the top spot. I had him going, um, you know, number three to the Cardinals, and they decided to go with, uh, you know, Will Anderson Jr. But that was part of my factor that I had Will Anderson Jr. going to the Texans in that second spot. So, yeah. um, you know, I had Tyree Wilson, a very high pick. I mean, a number three pick overall. Uh, in the NFL draft, he falls down, um, you know, a couple of picks here down to to Vegas. But I like the pick for Vegas. I mean, they need to do something in their interior. They're looking for defensive tackles uh, and defensive ends, and and you know they need a cornerback. But you know, at this point in the draft, I mean, to to pass up on a playmaker like that to get a corner when you have so many corners in this draft, I think would have been at the end of the day probably not as wise a decision. So they go out and they get. Uh, Tyree Wilson, I think it's a big pick for the Raiders, and I think uh, I think they hit uh, a home run on this pick. All right, number eight pick is coming up, guys. I have a quick thought before the Atlanta Falcons announce their pick. Will Levis, the quarterback, how far is he going to fall since he hasn't been selected yet? Obviously, where's Jalen Carter going to fall to? And uh, B. John Robinson, the number one running back available by all accounts, who's going to need a running back? Because he, pop- he keeps popping up as the best available player overall but nobody's taken him yet well chargers a, they said like philly might take him at 10 philadelphia potentially at 10 and, and then you know todd mcshay thought that atlanta would take him at eight i think that would kind of be a that would be such a kyle pitts pick for them where they have all these problems um you know and you don't really need a run they don't really have a running back problem um you know i think that would kind of be a mistake for atlanta but you know I, i'd be really curious to see if they uh they end up trying to get the uh, the local product and and jalen carter at this point, and then to go back to, to Will Levis, I got another question for you. Instead of you know how far does Will Levis fall, but does Hendon Hooker get drafted before Will Levis at this point? 
Could Man, be, we'll yeah. We'll have to wait and see on that. Hey, I, w- I want to get in on the Dylan Carter thing, okay? Yeah. Uh, he either will go right here to Atlanta. I think, I really think Philadelphia, they've got a lot of veterans on that defense. Yep. And I think having him go to Philadelphia, he would be surrounded by a bunch of guys that have been around for a long time. And if he stepped out of bounds, they'd nail him to the, the wall. I think that would be a great spot for him to go just because of the leadership on that football team. But I, I think he could go to Atlanta. What is your thought overall on a kid, uh, the problems that he's had, Coach? I mean, is it forgive and forget? Like I said, the the the, the unfortunate car accident situation was a terrible outcome for everybody involved. But the thing about a guy just not showing up in shape for his own pro day, yeah, I Chris, just have trouble he, categorizing that. Well, the way I look at it, and you know, I'm not down there. I can't speak on what was going on, but I would imagine uh, a lot. You know, dealing with lawyers, dealing with this situation, he probably wasn't working out. He probably, you know, wasn't going to the weight room. He was probably sitting around, kind of pondering, "Oh my goodness, what's going to happen to me?" And probably went through a little bit of a depression, I would think. So, you know, you'd have to interview him, talk to him. Uh, and, and I think there are some organizations that, you know, they'll, they'll like Seattle, you know, Braden brought it up earlier. I mean, going to Seattle, you know, with Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll will take anybody because he feels that he can turn them around. I mean, uh, and I think Philadelphia, you know, uh, that organization, like I mentioned, they got a lot of veterans, especially long in the tooth on the defensive side of the ball. And I think those guys would, you know, bring him in and they'd lay down the law right from day one and he either toes the mark or he'll be a, a bust in the National Football League, but this kid is a dominating football player. I mean, you go back, you know, when he uh, was, uh, I guess, a, a sophomore, when they won that first national title, I mean, he was probably the best guy on that defense that year, let alone this year. But nine draft picks. They had nine draft yeah. picks on that defense. And yeah, I, five of them were first round. And I, I agree with you, Coach. He was the best defensive player on a defense that had nine first-round draft picks that was probably one of the best defenses in college football history. I mean, it's it's a guy that you have to pick. I like that idea of if he doesn't go to Atlanta and he falls to Philly, I mean, that's a huge win if you're Philadelphia, uh, you know, because not only do you need some interior linemen uh, defensively, you need a defensive tackle, uh, but you're in win-now mode. I mean, how much better would you be if you're Philadelphia in win-now mode and you add arguably the best defensive tackle the last three years to your roster? But we'll see what Atlanta decides to do with the number 8 pick. We still have a little bit of time here before we get the uh, announcement, but it's, this, will, I think, will be the telling sign, uh, this pick. All right, Falcons uh, with the new quarterback, Desmond Ritter, and uh, Tyler Algier, Corderell Patterson, their running back selection. So maybe they go with the hometown kid from Georgia. We'll find out what the Falcons do here in just a second as the uh, the Falcons try to get uh, their franchise turned around with the eighth overall selection in this year's draft. Sisters of Kansas City. Chris and Shane are a true testament to the power of mentorship. The NFL and its teams work closely with Big Brothers Big Sisters of America as part of our work on social justice through our initiative, Inspire Change. The Falcons are big-time supporters of the organization, and they're thrilled to have Chris and Shane making their pick. Okay, guys, take it away.
With the eighth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Bijan Robinson, running back, Texas. Bijan Robinson, running back, Texas. A handoff goes to Bijan, cuts through, a whole left side still on his feet, down to the 30, cuts inside to the 20, say goodnight to it. Bijan Robinson takes it 42 yards for a Texas Longhorn touchdown. Taking a running back early is not popular, but Robinson deserves it. The Doak Walker Award winner does it all. He can run away or through defenders. He can catch it, and he's a quality blocker. Robinson leaves Austin fourth in program history in rushing yards and total touchdowns. Uh, there you go, guys. Bijan Robinson. I'm glad I brought him up before this pick. I, I wasn't predicting that the Falcons would take him, but I wanted to at least get him on the radar. Falcons obviously uh, don't think that uh, Tyler Algier and uh, Corderell Patterson are the uh, full and entire answer there at running back coach. They're going to go with this young man. And I think, that, like they said in the clip there, running backs just are not popular high picks anymore because they're, 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 they're so hit and miss. And uh, we'll see if this one hits for the Falcons. Well, I think the the big thing about running backs, uh, Chris, a lot of these teams, they they don't have a, a three-down running back now. They run so many different packages. And, you know, Cordero Patterson, I mean, people could look uh, look up his number. This guy has had an incredible football career, whether it's running it, catching it, returning it. He's been one of the, really one of the fine offensive players that nobody ever talks about. But, I mean, he's getting up there in years. And, and B. John Robinson is an explosive back. Good size. I mean, tremendous speed. I mean, world class speed. I mean, he, you watch him get the football, man. He, he's like a, a bazooka going down the field and, uh, you're, you're taking him high, but it's a need for that football team. You know, I, I'm totally against taking running backs real, real high because I normally think there are a lot of guys that, you know, can factor into, uh, certain situations, whether they can catch it or, or run it out of the backfield. But this kid here, he's a tremendous talent. There's no question about it. And, and they feel this guy's going to really, uh, upgrade their offense, take a little pressure maybe off of their second year quarterback, Ritter. Yeah. Desmond Ritter going to be taking over the starting job in Atlanta. And he'll have something to hand it off to now, at least in Bijan Robinson. Next pickup is the defending NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, they traded just... for that. Sorry, they uh, traded up for that pick. They traded up they to swapped get swapped with Chicago. They swapped with the Bears. The Bears had the number nine pick. The Eagles had number ten. Now it's uh, swapped. Brady. Yeah, they swapped the swapped the picks. I don't have the uh, initial or the final numbers on it but they definitely have swapped picks so the, so the eagles have a sp- the eagles spied somebody that they yeah. want with this uh, number nine pick yeah, well maybe it's what coach was talking about with jalen yeah. carter you know potentially yep. going very well could I, be. It, I think b john robinson's a phenomenal running back i think he's gonna have a great nfl future i think the falcons drafting him was is, is a bad pick because they have so many problems they have so many problems defensively, you know, defensive ends, you know, they need they need to de-tackle, they need a cornerback. I'm not always big on drafting for need. You always want to draft the best available player, but you know, to me it's like it, it goes down to the Kyle Pitts all over again. I mean, this this team is just they have so many problems all over the place and, you know, I, I thought drafting a quarterback would be kind of a waste cuz they got to get to a point uh, where they can add a quarterback at the end when they're they're fully developed, and then you add the quarterback, the the the, the rookie quarterback late. 
uh, right when you're ready to make a run. That way you have a window, um, you know, of cap space to, in order to, to win football games and, and make a run at the at the Super Bowl. But to me, the, the Bijan Robinson, you know, when you got a guy like Jalen Carter, when you got you know other defensive players available that are that are just as good, and you know, I think Bijan Robinson's a great player. I just I don't understand. I don't I don't get the pick by Atlanta and grabbing him eighth overall in the in the NFL draft. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles are next on the clock. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll have the Eagles selection. Will it be Jalen Carter at long last? We'll find out. We'll recap the first eight picks as well when we come back on our NFL Draft Coverage 2023 on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Who will your favorite NFL team pick in the first round? This is the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Draft coverage continues here on 97.3 The Fan. The ninth pick is in. The Philadelphia Eagles have made it. The Chicago Bears have traded the ninth pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. With the ninth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. There you go. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. Rodgers has got it this time. We'll put him on the turf with Jalen Carter. Big number 88 with a sack back on the 18. At times, Carter has been considered the best player in this draft. But his bio now begins with his connection to a fatal car crash in January and a bad pro day that ignited concerns about his commitment. At his best, on the field, Carter has almost everything you want at D-Tackle. Quickness, athleticism, disruption, and versatility. Jalen Carter had the handshake down with uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell when he went up on the stage. He was pretty pleased. Some tears in his eyes, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just hoping, Coach, that him dropping the way he did from a potential number two or three pick all the way down to number nine has officially gotten his attention, and hopefully he does go down the, the right path and turns into a good selection for the Eagles. 
Well, uh, you know, I'll have to get a hold of Philly Billy and get his uh, thoughts uh, <laughs> on right. that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they they got so many veterans. I mean, they got Brandon Graham, who's been around since 2010. They got Fletcher Cox, who's been around there uh, in uh, uh, Philly uh, since 2012. I mean, those are two good, solid veterans that, you know, and you got on the offense, you got Jason Kelsey, you got uh, Lane Johnson. I mean, you got a lot of veteran guys, and they're not, I don't think they're going to let this guy uh, go uh, too far astray, uh, if at all. And, uh, you know, you know who his agent is, don't you? Drew Rosenhaus, it looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, slick, slick Willie. <laughs> Drew, Drew Rosenhaus. Well, Braden, number nine, is this enough to get him on the straight and narrow path? Well, I think I think his environment is is what's going to put him on there. It's funny, NFL Network Radio was talking about it when I was driving in about, you know, if we give this guy thirty million dollars, whatever the you know the signing bonus is, and and the and the allotment, is he going to sit there and count his blessings and go, you know, for the opportunity and and realize that he avoided disaster and appreciate everything he's got, or is he going to be the guy? That you know sits there and goes, well, you know, I, I'm I'm done with everything, and I and I I have I've I've escaped this, and you know I don't really care anymore. So those those are the two the the two paths that he could potentially go. I think being in Philadelphia on a Super Bowl caliber team a year ago on a team that coach mentioned has a lot of veterans and a lot of guys on that defense that could put him on the straight and narrow. I think he's set up for success where he could put this behind him. Um, and, and and go out there and, and being a and be a top player for the Philadelphia Eagles. And we've seen players do do it before, and and not 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 to the extent of what Jalen Carter's situation is. But we've seen guys on you know draft day and and some problems that have arised from you know off season interviews and and different things with some of the players. They've been able to overcome it um, and and be able to have fantastic careers. So I think the Eagles get a steal at pick number nine. I think it's the reason why they traded up. To get that guy because I didn't think they I I don't I don't think they thought they would be able to get Jalen Carter in the draft today and and they they just got even better on a defense that was lights out last year. Yeah, well, he made everybody else on the defense a whole lot better. I mean, he's a one man wrecking crew in the middle of that defensive line. And you know, Chris, you you pointed out uh, his uh, off field escapades. I mean, serious. I mean, serious issues. I mean, they're they're nothing to uh, you know just sweep under the rug. I mean, he was present the scene of that car crash that killed two people in Athens uh, back in January. Uh, he left the combine to, and turned himself in on two misdemeanor charges related to the crash. And then in March, he pled no contest to both misdemeanor. Uh, charge uh, related to the crash. So, you know, you were talking, and I brought it up, you know, about him being out of shape at the combine. The, this guy didn't have time to work out, man. He's probably meeting with his lawyers all the time and probably scared to death. Well, he scared a lot of uh, offensive linemen to death as a uh, defensive tackle at Georgia. He goes to the Eagles at number nine. And now the Bears, who just swapped picks with the Eagles into the number 10 spot. By the way, the Bears picked up a couple of future draft picks in this swap, uh, Braden. So that is correct. Chicago Bears will be selecting 10. What do the Bears need these days? Linemen? Well, they, yeah, well, they need the, uh, Skoronsky, the, the kid uh, from Northwestern, probably going to go here. If they want to go cornerback, they'll go with the kid out of Oregon, Gonzalez, that I've been talking about. Yeah, Gonzalez, Skoronsky, or... They could go another direction. You never can tell what the crazy Chicago Bears are going to do. Here we go. The Chicago Bears select Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Uh Uh-oh. Darnell Wright, tackle, Tennessee. 
Wright is a work in progress, showing much improvement last fall, earning first-team All-SEC honors at right tackle after previously playing the left side and guard for the Vols. That versatility is a plus, as is his strength. Wright is a force in the run game and did not allow a sack last season, but he could struggle with NFL athleticism. Anybody can struggle with NFL athleticism. I don't care who you are. Darnell Wright, maybe a surprising pick. Is it time to bring out the first, my one of my favorite draft words for the first time tonight? <laughs> Braden, should I mention the word reach? Yeah, no? I, I, I do think it's kind of a reach. I mean, there's a lot of other <laughs> offensive tackles that uh, you know are ranked higher above Darnell White. I thought it was very interesting that they didn't take the kid that's in their backyard um, yeah. in Skoroska from, from Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, I think... That that's a guy that would be perfect for the Chicago Bears. But that being said, Darnell Wright, you know, again watching Tennessee football play, I mean he he there's something to be said about the competition he went against. And you know, it, it's funny they mentioned that he might be challenged with you know off or of NFL athleticism. I mean, guy handled Georgia on the road. I mean, he's handled Georgia every year. If you look at the tape of him individually, I mean, Hendon Hooker didn't get put on his ass too many times. Uh, in Athens, I mean, their biggest problem is they couldn't get the snap off because the crowd was so loud. Um, you know, that was one of the games I, I got to watch Tennessee play in person, and the offensive line did pretty well against that Georgia defensive front that is, you know, lights out and is one of the best defensive fronts that you'll see in college football. So, Darnell Wright, I mean, I think I think it's kind of a little bit of a reach, but he's got tremendous upside, and, you know, the Bears wanted offensive tackle. They obviously thought Darnell Wright was better for them than than the the kid in their own backyard and you know we'll see if it works out for him but I, I kind of agree Chris I mean I had I had Darnell Wright kind of going lower in the draft all the way down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who also needed an offensive tackle coach you know, I, I, well, I'm looking at my draft board and and I didn't even have him in the first round to be honest with you uh-huh. so there it is the first official reach of the evening but as Braden said the first official player that has tremendous upside as well. Coach, would you yeah, like no, to explain I mean, he's what that means? a big old dude, man. He's six foot five, three 333 pounds. I mean, he ought to be able to run block. <laughs> Even if he can't block, he can just stand there. He's going to be pretty hard to get around. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he was projected to be a you know a late first rounder by by both McShay and, and um Kuiper. And Kuiper. Right. Um so but it was kind of like late first, early second round for for a guy like Darnell Wright, especially when you had other offensive tackles, you know, available. But, you know, this is kind of your offensive tackle run right here as you've had, you know, Paris Johnson Jr. got selected way earlier than what we initially anticipated as an offensive tackle. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle uh, selection kind of earlier than, than we anticipated. And there's some other, there's some other, uh, teams that are going down the list here coming up that need offensive tackles. I mean, if you look at New England, they're looking for an offensive tackle at 14. The Jets need to protect Aaron Rodgers, who they just acquired. He, they need an offensive tackle potentially at 15. Washington can use one at 16. Pittsburgh can use one at 17. Tampa Bay needs one at 19. And they there's can only all so use many go them. around. But <laughs> those are all the teams that listed as offensive tackles that were expected to draft offensive tackles in a lot of mock drafts. And, you know, one of the guys that I think. Tampa Bay might have thought could fall to him, goes early, and we'll see if there's any other teams that want to go up and trade to try to get a first-round offensive tackle because, you know, in football, the game is always won in the trenches regardless of how great your skill players are. Well, I, I think Tennessee, they, they've got the pick right here, right, Chris? Yeah. Okay, they, they could go after uh, Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia, 
or they could go with my guy Skoronsky. I'm selling Skoronsky hard tonight because he can play both tackle and guard. <laughs> what about a quarterback here? Is this a spot for Will Levis? Are the Tennessee Titans going to just live and die with my, yeah, my old friend why, Tannehill why would forever? You, draft a you, you new guys Ryan can have Tannehill. Will Levis. Yeah, I'm not me? a big fan. Why would you draft? I didn't. The I just bring it up Tannehill. a possibility. Don't I, be making fun of my guy Tannehill. He was in the AFC Championship game a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, whatever that means. Whatever that means. You're I right. mean, Will Levis. I mean, I think that you would, don't that like Will. You don't like Will Levis. Why they don't you like Will Levis? They just drafted a quarterback like last. Was that last year or two years ago? Oh yeah, that's right. I they mean, just got like, the, how, the running quarterback. They haven't had a good quarterback in years. I don't know why you would go Malik waste Willis. It. Yeah, they drafted Malik Willis. last year. I mean, yeah. I don't know why you would go no, burn okay, it on, right. on Will Levis. All right, I was just throwing it. I could have played quarterback for him the last four years. Would just hand that ball to that big guy in the backfield. Get the hell out of the way. Exactly. exactly. That'd be kind of a waste. All right, so point. no quarterback here. I'm trying to find a spot for Will Levis. Your boy. What do you think, Penn State Not. Fan? He's not my boy. He's I'm just guy. trying to – I'm feeling bad. For, he's, he's getting the Aaron Rodgers sit in the uh, green room hey, treatment hey, today. Hey, Coach, what about Skaronski uh, going to the Patriots? I think that'd be oh, that's good. a possibility. I could see him going there with uh, much of a problem. But I do think that uh, – uh, Tennessee need, badly needs an offensive lineman. I mean, they could go quarterback. Uh, you know, Chris brings up uh, they could go quarterback there, but I'm, I'm just not sold on Levis uh, at all. It would be get, silly. Get it would tackle. be silly to do it two years in a row when you got Malik Willis last year. I don't think it get, makes get any a sense. tackle coach, and yeah. then get the volunteer in like the second or third round. There's your quarterback. Yeah, you guys love yeah, I like Hooker. that guy. He's he's good. a hell of an athlete. He's a good player. You, you, then you could have him play under Tannehill for a year. And then how about give the a shot. how about the Tennessee Titans getting a wide receiver? Do they even have anybody lining up at that position? Now, see, that's the other thing too. Is they they talked about potentially getting you know Jackson Smith Najee at Ohio State. You could potentially pick there Zay Flowers. Um, you know, a receiver that that might go high, and I mean, the know, Tennessee or, Titans, or, or their their wide receiver core is barren. It's not well, good. Well, their wide receiver core is good at like what San Diego State wide receivers are good at the stock blocking. Their wide receiver core was great last year for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know why they AJ Brown. Brown. Yeah. But, you know, they could also go with the uh, <laughs> their wide receiver core was good for the Philadelphia. Yeah, they, they almost Eagles. <laughs> their wide receiver core almost won a Super Bowl last year, Chris. Well, yep, they did they, draft. They, they, they did draft Traylon Burks, the wide receiver, with the first pick last year. But I don't. Uh, he take, didn't. He didn't scratch too. They could take Dalton Kincaid too out of Utah. Well, hey, we'll I'll see. This guy right here, this uh, coach for uh, Tennessee, he one of the best coaches in the league. Vrabel, I agree. Oh, I think so too. I mean, given the kind of talent he has, and he he's got his team competing every time. I don't think they listen to Vrabel too much in the draft because if they did, they would go for a tackle for sure. So he could just continue to you know road grade road pave people <laughs> with that running game. So hopefully, your guy Skaronsky will get drafted, coach, because you love this guy. Yeah, I love those big guys that can uh, play both uh, inside and out. I think that would be a that'd be a solid move for the uh, the Tennessee Titans if that uh, were to be the case. Well, we'll uh, should have the pick in shortly for the uh, the flying thumbtacks, as they're known. The, the flying thumbs. I why have you ever they, looked at their logo? Yeah, they should have. I don't. They should have stayed with the Oilers. Would have been nice. The Tennessee the old Oilers oil well? would have been sweet. You like the old oil well? I, li- I love it. I mean, you know, you know who's got that logo right now? Do you? No. That would be the Huntington Beach Oilers. Huntington Beach High School. Huntington got that. Beach High School has yes, the oil. They Derek. got the oil. They got the they're orange and black, and they got uh, and they got the oil. The oil, Derek. Derek. Let's uh, let's hear what. Let's see what the Titans. Let's see what do. the Titans decide to do. 
With the 11th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Peter Skaronski. Right. Offensive tackle, Northwestern. Peter Skaronski, tackle, Northwestern. By some metrics, Skaronski was the best pass blocker in FBS last fall. He took over the blind side for the Wildcats as a true freshman and started every game the rest of the way, earning first-team All-America honors last season. Skaronski is athletic and technically sound, but lacks ideal size, so some see a Pro Bowl guard instead. Guard tackle doesn't matter. The Titans need one or the other. I think it's a good pick for Tennessee. They get a need. All done, he's got to do is talent. hit somebody and get out of the way of Derrick Henry. That's it. Yeah, to get It'll more be... more big guys up front. Yeah, for just well, keep loading now. them up. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel has somebody for the old tackle, tackle eligible play on the goal line. Coach. That's right. Skaronsky. Yeah, I hear Skaronsky's got good hands coming out of the backfield there. Well, the the other thing about Skaronsky, his grandfather was Bob Skaronsky, who I believe played for Vince Lombardi in those great Green Bay Packers team so you know this guy was raised in a football family and the game means something to him and when you're drafting player you want guys that love football because there's not every guy that is being drafted tonight or tomorrow or the next thing not every guy loves to play football they play football because they can make a lot of money on it but a lot of these guys don't love the game i have a feeling skaronsky is one of those guys that does love the game i gotta tell you one thing skaronsky sounds like a lineman I mean, he yeah, just, he does. Uh, I don't know if you, if, if somebody just said that the, the next draft choice is going to be Peter Skoronsky, I would guess that he's a, he's in the trenches somewhere. Yeah, but in the NF, in the uh, NFC North, I mean, I don't know why the Bears passed on that guy, just, just by the name alone. Could you imagine the, uh, Saturday Night Live, oh, the Bears God. crew talking about Skoronsky? <laughs> hey, hey, Brady. I mean, that would be awesome. Hey, Chris, I'll share this story. When I first found that out, it was many, many years ago. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I watched the Chargers and covered the Chargers. We were in the locker room and that. But when John Lynch got drafted by Tampa Bay, Kelly and I were living at their house because we kind of, you know, when the family, uh, when the mom and dad went on vacations, we kind of, you know, were in the house to make sure everything was, you know, staying the way it was supposed to be. And, and Ryan, his younger brother, was there. And Johnny was at his first mini camp. And Sam Weiss was the head coach. And I'll never forget, Johnny and I stayed up late one night. We were watching Sports Center, And I said, what's the most amazing thing that you found in this mini camp? He goes, Coach, I found out that not everybody loves football the way I love it. And I've always remembered that. Interesting, Coach. Interesting. Well, the next pick belongs to... The Detroit Lions, and uh, the Lions uh, had a chance to pick a little bit earlier, dropped back from the number 6 spot in the draft into the number 12 situation. Lions, uh, what are they looking for, Braden? Well, you know, I, I I think they'd be looking for a cornerback because that's what I thought they were going to draft early on in the, uh, you know, when they had that trade before they uh, put that pick before they traded back, so... I'd be very curious to see who they end up uh, picking because you know to me I thought I you know, they kind of needed some help on on defense but uh, let's uh, let's take a let's take a listen and go down to the podium and hear what they're picking. With the 12th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Jameer Gibbs, running back. Alabama. Handoff, Gibbs, up the middle, 20, 15, 10, 5, to the checkerboards, touchdown Alabama. Gibbs is a home run threat, blending elite speed with elusiveness. He might be most dangerous as a pass catcher, creating mismatches all over the field. 
that may knock on Gibbs. His smaller size means workload and pass protection limitations. This is Javad Best. You got Javad Best back on the Lions. Chris? Well, they, they uh, they've got DeAndre Swift. They lost Jamal Williams right to to the right. uh, to the uh, gambling suspension. So. They uh, fill that spot with Jameer Gibbs. I, I've always felt we got to take a break, guys. But I've always felt Alabama's a difficult place sometimes to recruit a running back because you don't know how good they really truly are because so many of them don't even play at Alabama. Know. You know they have well, so many so many weapons there that you don't even get to see the guy in the field that much. Hey, let, let's take a break. We'll come back and I'll give you my thoughts on Jameer Gibbs. All right, that's coming up as our coverage of the nine uh, twenty twenty three. NFL Draft continues on at 97.3 The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What position will your favorite team draft? This is the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. think but it seems like we're uh, going at a breakneck speed it seems like the uh, 20, it seems like the 2023 NFL draft is using the major league baseball pitch clock this That's year right. coach they are just flying through these picks we are already let's see 12 picks into the draft right uh, Bryce yeah. Young although not that long ago uh, went to number one overall, as expected, to the Carolina Panthers. C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, second and third picks, both going to the Houston Texans. Anthony Richardson, number four, to the Colts. Witherspoon, Derek Witherspoon, the cornerback, going to Seattle at five. Paris Johnson, Jr., a tackle, went to the Cardinals at six after some trade maneuvering uh, by the Cardinals. Uh, number seven was uh, the defensive end from Texas Tech, uh, Trey Wilson, uh, the eighth pick was the running back Bijan Robinson from Texas to the Atlanta Falcons. Jalen Carter 
fell to number nine, and the Philadelphia Eagles. And now uh, we've gone through 10, 11, and 12, and number 12 coach was uh, was your guy uh, Gibbs from uh, Alabama going to the Detroit Lions. You had some thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt in my mind he was the second-best back uh, in this uh, draft uh, behind uh, B. John Robinson. He's a kid uh, that started out his career, Chris, at Georgia Tech, spent two years there, came to Alabama, wanted to play in a bigger program, and they were more than happy to take him. Um, He's got a lot of skills. I mean, he got big time uh, speed. I mean, we talk about Bijan Robinson being able to run a four four five. Uh, Gibbs, uh, how about a four three six? And I think he can come in and play right away. You know, I don't know out of the backfield running the ball. I think he does a good job of setting up his blockers. But sometimes he tries to make the big play rather than getting the sure yards. And I think at the NFL, he's not going to be able to dance as much. He's going to have to try to, you know, not try to reverse field and outrun guys with his great speed. He's got to get the sure yards. Early in his career, he had some fumbling problems. I think he got better with ball security at uh, Alabama. He got good ball skill, really good receiver. Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit of a question on him pass blocking in the NFL, but he's one of those guys, you know, you can play him in the slot, and, and he can make an immediate impact as a kick return, kickoff return guy. So uh, I like this pick. Uh, they get a dynamite football player with tremendous speed. I think you could have got him at 18, though. Well, that's the other thing. The Lions also have the 18th pick, but I believe the 13th pick is... Uh, is it in, Braden? Yes, it is. Are you giving me the uh, signal? I was giving you the thumbs up. Yeah, Green Bay go. Packers, go. Let's go down to the podium. With the 13th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Lucas Finesse, defensive end, Iowa. Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher, Iowa. Van Ness chases O'Connell out of the backfield and flings him to the ground. Lucas Van Ness came untouched. Van Ness looks the part at 6'7", 275, nicknamed Hercules. And there's room to grow. Van Ness is already strong at the point of attack, bulldozing his way into the backfield. He definitely flashes on tape, but there's some concern with his consistency. He'll also need more pass rush moves to beat NFL O-linemen. You also got a trade, Chris. Yes, we do. Uh, the uh, Packers get uh, Van Ness with the uh, 13th pick. Uh, defensive end going to Green Bay. But the 14th pick was going to belong to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And I mentioned, I remarked to you earlier, Braden, was an aside, that the Patriots are picking a little earlier than normal this year at the 14th pick. Apparently, they didn't feel too comfortable in that position. They just traded out of the 14th pick and dealt it to the Pittsburgh Steelers. When do they not trade their first-round pick? I, I mean, they, they trade never out happens, of their pick right? all the time. They want to get more. They get... They always get more as many as picks as, po- as many picks as possible yeah. with Bill Belichick and company. So I'm not overly surprised. Obviously, Pittsburgh sees somebody that they want to go get, uh, and hence why they're trading up. Uh, Van Ness, I think, is a good you know defensive player. Obviously, I think he's a guy that you probably could have got uh, late first round, early second. You know, with a team like the Green Bay Packers, I thought for sure they were going to take a tight end or some type of pass catcher just to stick it to Aaron Rodgers after the last couple of years of refusing <laughs> to draft guys to help him out. I thought that would have been the most Green Bay yes, thing Yes, that would ever. have really been a smart thing to do. Do something to stick it to Aaron Rodgers, not to help your own football exactly. team. Exactly. But I mean, I thought, I, but they need, they need pass catchers too. I mean, they need receivers, tight ends. Um, so I'm kind of surprised that they went with the uh, the edge rush guy and and Lucas Van Ness, especially since they probably could have got him later. I had uh, I had Van Ness going to the Eagles uh, with their second first round pick. 
Obviously, with them taking Jalen Carter, that probably would have uh, changed things a little bit. But overall, I mean, the Packers weren't going to pick again for uh, uh, until the second round. That's the guy they wanted. Didn't think he was going to make it to that next pick, and they went out and get him. Well, huh? I, I think uh, when you're if you needed an edge rusher, he's probably the guy, Braden. I I agree with you. I thought uh, you know he would be on the board a little bit later. I thought maybe he would go uh, number. Uh, 18 to D- Detroit uh, in, in that situation. Uh, the other edge rusher uh, that I had going in the first round is a kid by the name of uh, Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State, uh, and he's probably at the tail end of the first round, and we'll see if he may slip to the, the second round now. But I do think Van Ness went a little bit high, but if they're going on need uh, more than just strictly talent, then they probably got their guy, but I, I had him going a little bit later. Well, the Steelers are up here at the number 14 spot after trading with the New England Patriots. And the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they almost always do a good job in the draft. One of the guys that's on that roster, he's having a pretty good career. Don't you think, Coach? Demonte Casey now playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's he in about his 10th year in the NFL? He's doing a great job out of San Diego State. Yeah, he is. He's he's done a very nice job. There's no question about that. He's had a really good uh, career, and uh, he's alongside Minka Fitzpatrick there. I bring that up because... Uh, the Steelers could end up going for that cornerback that is still available uh, from Oregon, uh, Gonzalez. So we'll, we'll uh, see. Christian Gonzalez. The other guy they could uh, go uh, at. Wide uh, receiver. Would, well, they they could uh, possibly go for the, another safety pick from Alabama, to Brian the Pittsburgh Branch. Steelers. With the 14th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Broderick Jones. Offensive tackle, Georgia. Roderick Jones, tackle, Georgia. Jones started the final 19 games of his career at left tackle, helping the Bulldogs win back-to-back national titles. He did not allow a sack last fall while earning first-team All-SEC honors. At 6'5", 3'11", Jones has the size and athleticism teams want on the blind side, but he will need some time to get stronger and improve his technique. I had Broderick Jones going the very next pick to the Jets, so maybe oh. the Steelers... Uh, wanted Just to go missed. in there and get 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 him before the before the <laughs> Jets do. So maybe the Jets got sniped there, but uh, overall good pick. Steelers need an offensive yeah. tackle. I had Joey Porter Jr. going to the Steelers later on, but I also had Christian Gonzalez going way before. Yeah, uh, Christian and he's, Gonzalez, and he's still out there. So uh, Steelers get offensive line help. You can never do. Uh, you can never draft poorly when you draft offensive tackles in the first round. And you know we know how how tough that Steelers organization is and. How much they're always around. I think Broderick Jones, another big addition to that Steelers front coach. Yeah, I think that that's a good pick. And Braden, if you look, uh, I don't know what uh, uh, charts you're looking at to, to look at these tackles uh, on offense. Uh, he was the next guy to go, really. And mm-hmm. so maybe uh, a lot of people thought maybe he'd go a little bit later. But hey, if you need offensive and defensive linemen, man, you better get them while you can. Absolutely. Well, seven of the first 14 picks coming out of the SEC, guys. Uh, not necessarily surprised by that, but uh, Broderick Jones, another one from Georgia. They've had uh, two players selected so far. Alabama's already had three selected. Uh, Tennessee's had one taken, and uh, Florida's had one taken. So seven of the first 14 picks. 
coming out of the SEC. And uh, they're the best football conference. Yes, I mean, they it's are. Not even, it's not even debatable. You know, I, I was going to I was going to make time. an argument that the Mountain West can give them a run for their money. Yeah, get but, out of here, Chris. Uh, it's no, not going to be no, much of an argument. Yeah, no, I, you can't hey, make you know, the argument guys, for any other I, conference. No, I think we ought to start uh, kind of wondering what is going on a little bit here with Christian Gonzalez. Most people had him uh, going in the first uh, six or seven picks in this draft, and all of a sudden he's uh, nowhere to be found, and we're getting ready for number fifteen. Yep. Washington get to, Washington was expected to take a corner in the first round. They might be able to snag him. Or uh, poor, they could take Porter Jr. there, too. Right. But I, I had Washington taking Deontay uh, Banks out of Maryland, um, You know, another available corner. I mean, there's so many corners available in this year's draft that I, I almost feel like a lot of teams that need a cornerback are just going to wait because they know they can get somebody good later in the draft, whereas you know offensive tackles are going on a run right now and, and some other the positions that are a little bit thinner – then cornerback are going early, and you might be able to be in a situation where you could cash it on both if you're a team that needs a corner too. So um, I don't think the Jets are are one of those teams, but uh, you never know. They, they're looking for a D tackle, another another team that needs an offensive tackle, a center. Um, you know, they they might be able to go get that uh, that safety out of Alabama as well. Um, you know that 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 could help him out in, in Brian Branch. So we'll we'll see what the Jets decide to do. But I am surprised that Christian Gonzalez has fallen this far, Coach. Because and Chris, I had him going, um, you know, way earlier to the Las Vegas Raiders at seven, and he's still on the board. Well, the Jets uh, Jets already got Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> now they got the fifteenth pick in the draft from the Green Bay Packers. So we'll see what uh, the New York Jets do with this and. Uh, They've got uh, obviously they don't need a quarterback, so that's another spot for Will Levis to fall. You, you, Your I mean, guy, Chris. He's Will not Levis. my guy. I'm just bringing him up Keep because he him up. he was in the running to be the first, second, or third pick. What he is, Godfather now, or something? I'm not. I'm just <laughs> the marching chowder to society. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to give him uh, two uh, books of Union Oil Auto Script as soon as he gets signed. <laughs> the San Diego chapter of Will Levis marching <laughs> chowder society. Yeah, Will Levis get uh, falling like a falling like a rock, like an anchor. But uh, yeah, I just I am now I'm trying, struggling to find a team that even needs a quarterback that could take him. So. Well, let me let me ask you this. I think it's interesting. I saw it on one of the mock drafts. Do you think could New England do it no, at seventeen? No, it, it's a team that doesn't have a first round pick. And the idea was you get because the way that you know the quarterback played last year obviously got hurt. Don't really know what the future is with with a guy like Matthew Stafford. Could you see the Rams trading up for that last pick with Kansas City to get a quarterback? And I saw the mock draft today with Mel Kuyper. He had them drafting Hendon Hooker. Is that a spot where they could draft Hooker or Will Levis and let him play under Stafford for a year and then give him the reins with a guy like Sean McVay? I think it's a very well, interesting Well, is topic. Sean McVay going to be there after this year? Uh, I don't know. He's got a pretty good setup right now. You see his draft room he's got? they got the draft house. Being in yeah, L.A. is he, nice. Yeah. Yeah, is he going to be back after they won about three games since they, they had guys playing on defense like me? I don't know. <laughs> guy's young, man. He can go through a couple of years living in L.A., doing his one thing. thing. One thing you can say about the Jets, they had a very uh, productive draft, was it last year? Yeah. They had the offensive and defensive rookies of the year on their team. So other than that, they didn't do too badly, Coach, with Garrett Wilson no. on offense. And, uh, and Brees Hall got hurt. Yeah, that's I mean, right. They had Brees, Brees Hall, Hall too. He got hurt because he, he was hurt. on fire to yep. start. They had He's Garrett Wilson nice on offense and Sauce on defense. Sauce. They had the Sauce. The Sauce. Hey, so hey, the Brent, Jets. You the, you'd have to say the Jets had the best draft of anybody last year. Nobody could. Nobody could top having the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. 
Hey, Brayden, you mentioned you had Deontay Banks going in the first round. I got him going early in the second round, the cornerback out of Maryland. I had, you know, I mean, we still got uh, Gonzalez on the board. Uh, you mentioned Joey Porter Jr. Uh, he's on the board. That kid out of Mississippi State I saw play, I thought was really good, and I've heard some good things about Emmanuel Forbes. He'd be another guy, Cam Smith out of uh, South Carolina. All those guys I actually had ahead of Banks, but, you know, it only takes one. You know how that works. Uh, they, they were all part of the uh, those mock drafts that had, like, corners flying off the shelves, um, you know, back to back to back. It's very interesting to see. Has there uh, still not been are. a wide receiver drafted yet, correct? No, I'm surprised no. there, too. I, I would have I, I thought Jackson Smith... Uh, Najba would uh, have been drafted already at Ohio State. Zay Flowers, another option, um, you know, second ranked receiver. Where's your guy? Oh, Quentin Johnston. Yeah. I had him going to like uh, <laughs> your guy. I had him going around the Buffalo, <laughs> around the Buffalo spot. Who, who's who's Quentin right Johnston play for? Does he play 12, for TCU or the Minnesota Twins? I saw that logo. Uh, TCU. You, had on. you don't like TCU. the throwback baseball? I don't like the logo. throwback. Twin love, Cities I love, logo. I love the throwback TCU. TCU logo. I always Doesn't love work. these guys in the draft room. After they draft, everybody hugs one another. Hell, they don't know if the guy's going to play. I think they're just excited they don't have to look at film for about a month. Yeah, I don't know. That and, and Chris and I were talking about the first overall pick. Everybody seems so excited, even though they probably had the worst season in their Yes, I don't think teams should be as excited before. as they are to have the number one overall pick. I don't think that's something to be celebrated. I got news for you. If you have it more than once, you're probably not going to be employed very long. That's right. Yeah. It's different ja- people every didn't time. Jacksonville have it three years in a row? Yeah. They're pretty close when they give, but now they should be out of that situation for a while. Now that uh, Teddy Ball game has developed. Chris, down there. what position do you think the Jets pick here? What position? Do the Jets pick? I had him picking a tackle, but I don't know if there's any left. Know, what are Aaron Rodgers telling him to pick? That's exactly right. They don't need any more weapons. <laughs> offensive line. I could see that. There's no yeah. offensive lineman high on the list right now. Maybe They're Anton really Harrison at Oklahoma. That'd be kind of a reach. See what the New York Jetropolitans do. I had them taking an offensive tackle in the second round, 42nd overall, Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. Do you want to uh, get the pick when we come back? Yes, let's do that. We'll uh, keep you wanting for the Jets pick hour, and then more of our draft coverage on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, it's Coach John Cantera. Thanks for downloading and listening to the John Cantera Show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and favorite us on the Odyssey app. You can always listen live weekdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.